Good afternoon. I'm Zach Collins with your KSOM NKS 95 Sports Update. The AHSCW Vikings had a tough run before the break, losing to Logan Magnolia, Earlham, and Trainer as they currently sit at 3-6 on the season. That break was something that the Vikings needed to get back on track because sometimes the hard breaks are the good breaks. Uh, that's a great point. You know, uh, we did. We dropped, uh, obviously, a few more than we wanted to. But you go into a Christmas break, a winter break, and, you know, as a coach, you kind of love those moments. Um, it's kind of, you know, first half and second half of the season, and it kind of gives you a, a point to really dial in. And the kids, you know, if they're <laughs> they're uh, they're on break. They're not going to school full time. You kind of have a little extra time to talk about things, watch some film, even do some chalk talk. And we were able to kind of really dial into the house. A lot of the guys are kind of getting to the point where like what we want to do and why we want to do it. And, it, you know, break really was a great time for us to break things down and figure out, okay, how do we execute and what does that look like for an individual position, but then also for the, for the team collectively. And um, so for us, it was, it was much needed, and, um, it, but it was a great break for us. When we were able to really hone in on the fundamentals, um, break things down for us, and hopefully play at a higher level. During the break, the Vikings were able to focus on their strengths and weaknesses to break down how they can improve. They mainly focus on their quote-unquote go-tos of the defensive end, on where to go after ball screens, and keep teams out of the paint. Offensively, they're looking to create more highly efficient shots while keeping the turnover ratio low, which will only help them to get back on a winning track. Yeah, again, just breaking things down offensively, defensively, you know. So if whether it's a ball screen offense or defense, you know, what are the different reads we're going to get if we're running a ball screen? And then what what do we what's our what's our go to? You know, we're we're still trying to figure each other out a little bit. And what is our best ball screen defense? Um, how are we going to guard off ball screens? What's our post defense look like? And um, when that, that being able to really break that down a little bit and figure out okay, what are our strengths? How do we play to those? Um, and how do we keep ourselves out of sticky situations is really what we try to hone in on. Offensively, um, we know that we're a little offensively challenged, so then how can we not just create open looks, but really high-efficient shots for ourselves, um, keep, the, keep the ball out of trouble, make sure you know, we keep that turnover margin low, um, and then create second-chance opportunities. And uh, that, I mean, that's where we spend a majority of our time, and a lot of our drills are focused around that. One player who continues to stand out for HSCW is junior Luke Sternberg. He's been averaging 15.8 points and six rebounds per game while helping to create efficient offensive situations on the floor to put the Vikings in good positions. Well, strength is he's a phenomenal athlete. Um, but, uh, you know, other than that, he's actually played a lot of basketball. I mean, he definitely loves football and that's his go-to sport, but um, he's played a lot of basketball over the years. And I think just getting the ball in his hands in different parts of the floor where he can create, um, obviously we need him to create for himself and then and, and put the ball in the hole for us. But, you know, the more the, the ball's in his hands, the more he's learning how to create for other people and get other people open shots. And, um, you know, when he can compete at a high level and his motor's going, um, I'm going to be honest, we're, we're probably going to go with that. And so not to put more pressure on the kid by any means, but uh, it is a responsibility that uh, that he has. And he's definitely a leader on the floor for us. And he's kind of a gamer. And so we need that motor to be at a high level, just like his athleticism and competitiveness. The HSCW Vikings will come out of the break with their first game this Friday against Tri-Center. HSCW has won the last five games over the Trojans. But Tri-Center leads in multiple categories. Tri-Center shoots far better from the field, not 46.1%. From the three at 33.7%, and from the free throw line at 61.9%. The Vikings will be issued a challenge coming out of the break this Friday night. Tri Center is such a well coached team, and they're, they're playing really well. They do a lot of different things, um, both offensively, defensively. And so, you know, 
we're going to have to be prepared for them. But uh, we've, we've done a really good job focused on ourselves, and we want to come out um, and play our brand of basketball and try to sustain it for four quarters. HSCW hosts the Western Iowa Conference matchup on Friday with the opening tip-off at 7.30 p.m. in Avoca. And speaking of high school basketball, let's look at tonight's high school boys basketball schedule. And the Hawkeye 10 Conference will be Shenandoah taking on Fremont Mills in a non-conference matchup at 7.30 p.m. And the Western Iowa Conference Coon Rapids Bear travels to take on the Ikea Manning Wolves at 7.15. And number 7 Underwood will battle against Trainer at 7.30 p.m. In the Rolling Valley Conference, MVAOCOU will take the hardwood against Boyer Valley in a non-conference matchup at 7.30. And Peyton Sherdan takes on West Bend Mallard also at 7.30 p.m. in a non-conference matchup. In corner conference action, Essex will take on East Atchison at 7. And Lennox takes on the Griswold Tigers at 7.30 p.m. In the Pride of Iowa Conference, Southwest Valley will be taking on the Cam Cougars at 7.30 in a non-conference matchup. And Murray takes a hardwood against East Union at 7.30 p.m. And finishing things off in the West Central Conference, number 3 Earlham takes on Des Moines Christian at 7.45 p.m. At Nottoway Valley's Quad Duel on Tuesday night, junior Trent Warner earned his 100th career win and has continued to dominate on the mats. Warner currently sits at 23-1 this year and is not looking to stop putting down more wins on his record. Head coach Brad Hunold has had more than positive things to say about Warner, from 37 wins his freshman year to over 42 victories his sophomore year, while he's moved on to this season with 23. Trent came in his freshman year two years ago. Um, you know, a very athletic kid. Um, I, I think I've spoken about it before. You know, he's a multi-sport athlete, he's a four-sport athlete, and, and, and those things just they, they translate into into success in every one of his sports. You know, and, and I think that's an uh, often lost um, art that kids kids realize when they get to high school. You know, especially in bigger schools. But we're blessed with a small school where where Trent does compete in every every single sport, um, and I think that just builds um, his confidence and his athleticism and that's you know translated onto the wrestling mat he i think he had like 37 or 38 wins his freshman year just a match shy of qualifying for a state tournament as a freshman which is i mean just an impressive feat at the heavyweight division um you know and and, and working with ashton honnold his sophomore year i mean he had over 40 wins last year qualified for the state tournament fell just a match short of placing on the medal stand he's Moved it right, that right on into this season. Worked hard in the offseason again with, with the weight room. Decided to devote a lot of time um, over the summer into uh, some summer wrestling. Qualified for Fargo. Um, you know, was was very close to being an All-American at Fargo this summer. He lost a close overtime match to another very tough kid from the area, Peyton Jacoby. Um, but since then, he's just been dominant. Many athletes go into a sport with the utmost success during their freshman year. Warner came in and has only wanted to get better every single day. He's always working hard in the weight room and in practice in every sport he's involved in. And has only missed one day in his last three years due to sickness. He doesn't miss a practice. I think, to be honest with you, Trent, Trent got sick this year. In three years of me coaching him, that's the first practice um, or day of school that I think he's missed in three years. So, wow. you know, that's a testament to, to things, too. When, when you can grind through, you know, some tough days... And you're maybe not feeling the best or not wanting to go, and he's been there every single day. While he has earned a total of 101 victories after putting down a few wins on Tuesday, this is just one of many milestones that we will see out of Warner in the future. He is a talented athlete, and not only do we want to see more out of him, 
We anticipate it. He's a phenomenal kid. You know, he's reached some pretty good milestones and pretty big goals, but um, he's got more to, to achieve, and I think you're, you're going to continue to see him just thrive this year and next. So, Trent and Nottaway Valley return back to the mats this Saturday, January 6th at the Tri-Center Invitational. The invite begins at 10 a.m. at Tri-Center High School. In collegiate news, the Drake Bulldogs women's basketball team will be hosting the Indiana State Sycamores for a conference matchup at 6 o'clock. And the Nebraska women's basketball team is currently in Madison, Wisconsin, as they'll be taking on the Wisconsin Badgers tonight at 8 p.m. For news, sports, and more, check out our website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Zach Callens with this sports update.